The Operatives is a spy-based podcast hosted by Agent Fran. By listening, you have joined the secret alliance of spies across the globe. Such members include the artist Rampakoka and the musician Taylor Paisley French. Are you ready to save the world with spy media? Continue with caution. Hello and welcome to The Operatives. I'm your host Fran, author, YouTuber and all-around lesbian nerd. Welcome to the show. Today we're diving back into the Gallagher Girls book series by Ali Carter. Book 1, I Tell You I Love You, But Then I'd Have to Kill You, chapters 9 to 12. As always, I have my points to focus on, so today we've got romance, plot, characters, and generally what I thought of it. But before we dive in, I just want to give a quick shout out to Leah from Things No One Cares About on YouTube, because I have recently seen their two-hour video recap on the entire Gallagher Girls Academy series, and it was fantastic. If you want to get the lowdown of the series as a whole, and don't wait, and don't want to wait the two years it'll probably take for me to finish this on this podcast, be sure to check out the video. I'll be linking it in the episode show notes, so be sure to check it out. It was very good, and I am hoping to have Leah on the show at some point in future, so stick around for that. Um, but yes, it probably will take two years. There are like five books, so it may take a while, but I will get there. So, anyway, let's dive in. Here is the overview for these chapters. Culture and assimilation classes are hit or miss for Cami. Etiquette isn't always the most interesting. Unless, of course, you're avoiding your covert operations teacher, or you're getting driving lessons from that teacher. Nor Joe Solomon, the, co- the culture and assimilation classes one, whose name I've already forgotten, I realise. What was her name? Mrs. Dabney? I probably should have written that down. Hold on. Let me check to see if I can see the thing. I feel so bad that I've forgotten her name already. Let's put it at the start. Miss... Oh, God. I really... Sh- oh, Madam Dabney. Okay, I did get Dabney right. That's cool. Madam Dabney. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> the latter is what our girls are receiving. Plus Macy. Hold on. Crap. No. <laughs> The latter of which, the driving lessons, is what our girls, plus Macy, got today, which Cammy was thrilled by, until Bex got behind the wheel, that is. After surviving the British attack, trouble arrives when she spots Josh outside the window, and then the cat's out of the bag with her friends. Now they know they met. Wait, I said that weird. Now Bex and Liz know Cammy met Josh. And to keep him out of their report for Solomon, they break into his house <laughs> and learn more about him because they they need to find out whether or not he's a honeypot. And this is what leads to Cammy having to save her two best friends from being caught by having to bump into Josh outside his house. You follow that up with a covert operations lessons on garbology that has a driving lesson end up outside Josh's house so they can steal his trash to learn more. We're entering the operatives. 
a series of covert ops reports examining the information they have found about Josh Abrams. He has a best friend called Dylan, his mum's a housewife, his dad owns a pharmacy, and someone within that family has a weird obsession with the Civil War, which I'm going to talk about briefly, and a girl named Needy seems to be into him. The girls then run into a roadblock as a comment of, she's nobody, has Cammy in a spin until Maisie steps in with her knowledge of the world and boys. Our trio has just become a four, and they're about to break some rules. Okay, my overview was a little bit shit this time. Um, <laughs> I kind of messed up some of the wording. It's really late. I'm actually very sick at the moment, so it's a, it's a whole thing. I just want to mention about the Civil War part, because that just stood out to me as being so random, but also the fact that they are in Virginia made it a very real possibility that the person who is very obsessed with the Civil War could be someone who's interested in the Confederacy. Um, but I'm really hoping that that's not brought up again and that Josh or his family are not supporters of the Confederates because that would be horrendous. Uh, and I don't remember a lot of this book because, fun fact, I did not read this book the first time I read this series. I skipped it by accident and read the second one as the first one. So I had to go back. So I don't remember this one very often. And I actually do usually skip this one in general because it's not, I, I don't enjoy it as much. It kind of stands out a lot from the rest. So yeah, I don't actually remember anything about this plot point. <laughs> well, I don't even know if it's a plot point. I don't know if it's just a throwaway line, but it stood out to me just now reading it. I was like, what? But uh, yeah, uh, this is also <laughs> the first section where you understand the reasoning for the title of this podcast and also the description for it because we have a f first look at the covert, opera uh, covert operations report and the style of it in which Cammy, Bex and Liz refer to themselves as the operatives and um, I am I do call this podcast The Operatives, but there is only one of me, so I am the operative who runs The Operatives. It's a, a little spy trick of making it sound like there's many of me, but it's just me. I am alone. I do I do have people in my life, by the way. I'm not like a... Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Let's just move on, shall we? And get into the points for this episode. First up is romance. So, first things first, I know I said that there was this huge tension with Cammy not telling her friends and how that was like a big deal and like, you know, Ali really built up this, uh, like, you know, how strong their relationship was so the fact that Cammy hadn't told them was like this huge deal. I forgot that pretty much the next chapter, like literally the next chapter, it happens in chapter eight that she doesn't tell them. Chapter nine, they find out. <laughs> like I, f I forgot how quickly it happened. So it was just very funny that I made this huge deal out of it in the last episode and it's just immediately resolved in the next. Um, so that just made me chuckle. That's technically not romance related, but I just wanted to put that in because, you know, it moves on very quickly. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, the romance aspect of this. So I'm not the biggest fan of the romance in this book. Like I said uh, just a little bit ago, I do usually skip this book when I have done rereads of this series, which admittedly is not very often in comparison to like my other podcasts where, well, just the Percy Jackson one. I read Percy Jackson very often. Um, so I've not reread the series like super religiously. 
but I do usually skip the first book because the first book is very very romance heavy and like I don't mind romance I write romance I love romance I love love but I enjoy the spy aspects of the series a lot more so currently I am enjoying the romance side of things because the spy elements are very very closely tied to the romance in these early stages I just don't remember how closely the spy elements stay as the book goes on because I'm pretty sure the reason why I did fall off this book is because the spy elements don't become as common or as apparent later on I can't remember though so you know don't hit me <laughs> don't hit me at my word for that but we'll discover as we go along but I yeah the the fact that her friends are helping her in these stages with doing the spy stuff is 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 adorable firstly the power of friendship if your friends don't help you spy together are they even really your friends um it's just it's so funny it's just the the feeding of, of the spy elements just makes the awkward teenage girl parts so much more funny and like even realistic in a way with how ridiculous it is um, because people do go out of the way for someone they like of just trying to find out about them and find out if they like you or not because they're doing all of these things because Cammy does not know if he likes her or not and the conflict about not knowing is like a huge thing and it gives her like anxiety which is just very relatable the scene uh, specifically th this scene for example <laughs> where Cammy is freaking out because Josh is being cute and adorable in front of her where she's just had to bump into so to clear up for the scene they've broken into his house because they found out his family were going to someone's surprise party turns out the surprise party was on the same street as where they live so it's kind of a little bit risky that they're breaking into their house and he's come back to the house early but the comms units that they have is still broken so cammy wasn't able to warn them so when they are trying to get out of the house by rappelling down from the roof on to Josh who went to go get a pie from inside the house Cammy has to basically break cover and be like oh hey I didn't know you lived around here and basically they like, start interacting with him but while she's interacting with him behind him in her line of sight are her two best friends like scrambling for their lives Liz has fallen off the roof she is spinning in circles from her wire Bex is trying to save her and like Cammy is holding a conversation with this guy the whole time this is happening and even getting like the emotional vibes from him of just like he feels trapped in his home he's like nervous and a little anxious all these sort of things like she's picking all of this up while seeing her two best friends <laughs> in chaos and has moments of like like bex puts a tracking device on him at one point like she's like um like dark gun onto his shoes a tracking device like and like cammy can hear it but josh doesn't react and it's just it was just such a really well-written scene it was comical it was fun it gave like it gave perfection and i just it was so good i just love it and then add in obviously all the other spy stuff and the complexities of communication that goes over it it's just uh, there's just so much good stuff that goes in here especially when it comes to the garbology thing of like when they steal his trash to learn more about him specifically because he's given off some 
you know, mixed <laughs> messages in that he did the whole thing, tell Susie she's a lucky cat, and then later on says to a friend of his, a guy friend to specify, that um, Cammy was nobody. They uh, find out some things about him in that he was searching churches for him. He was getting, like, pamphlets of all these churches and, like, church groups in the town to find out where she was, and it's just... He's doing all the things, whilst Cammy is also doing all the things, but just a little step further. That probably breaks many laws, but she's a spy, so I guess they don't really follow rules. But it's just, the whole thing is just like, it's a very sweet introduction to first relationships and romantic drama and first romances and stuff like that, which is really cute. But obviously for me, I am more interested in the spy-related stuff, so it's just... I like these bits because we're getting a lot of spy stuff. I just don't remember how often that happens later on in this in this book specifically. Which is why the plot related element is basically me being like, I forgot how much romance was involved in this. And kind of being disappointed by it. I do think Ali Carter, the author seem to recognize this because the first two books specifically are quite romance heavy this first one specifically the second one does focus a little bit more on spy stuff um but does still have the romance aspect but i think carter realized that the spy elements were the more interesting parts because she does start to focus more on the spy things because like the last three four books i can't remember how books how many books are in this series but like the first two books are so different from the others. The second one, a little bit closer to the others, but the f this one is just basically like, it just feels so out there. But this whole section of setting up this budding romance between Cammy and Josh, with the bits of the spy aspects throw in, it's sweet, I, I do enjoy it, but it is very, very low stakes. And I'm not saying that's fully a bad thing, but it explains why this is not most people's favourite book. Like most, like a lot of the people who I know who've read this series, this is always like bottom of the list for like ordering your favourite out of the series. Because not only does it not really connect to the others, it's just kind of, it's not that it's boring from what I remember. And again, like I'm rereading this series as a whole and it's been a really long time since I read them. But I do remember that this one never really kept my attention that much and I think it was because there isn't really much of an overarching plot beyond the romance with just some spy elements thrown in here and there I don't I don't know um it's about yeah I don't really remember much about this book uh, like from except for the end I, I pretty much remember the end so I can't really comment too much on like if there were other plot lines I know there's one bit, but it's not like really a huge plot line. Um, so for now, I think romance and the girl bonding between our trio and Macy is kind of the main thing that's taking the like the main stage, which like I'm not against. It's just in comparison to what I remember from the rest of the series, not as engaging for me. But to talk about characters and specifically Macy, because Macy. She may not have ever been my favourite character, but she was always up there. And now I'm seeing why and remembering why. Because Macy is about to become a favourite character 
because of how different she is to our original trio. She's someone from the outside world, like Liz, but differently, because she's someone who's grown up in the limelight for most of her life, with her dad being a senator and, you know, her being from a rich family. And she's very clearly never had the chance to form friendships because she, well, she was a bitch to begin with. Let's just say that straight up. But from the looks of it, her coming from a powerful family, you're not going to really trust any relationship you have anyway. Because, well, for one, she's moving around so often. For two, you never really know if someone's trying to form a friendship with you because they want something or if they actually want you. And while the girls are clearly wanting boy advice from her, Macy is the one who presented this information to them. Like, she didn't have to let them know that she knew what they were doing. That she didn't have to let them know that she knew about the boy. Because from what I'm getting from this, she really wants to be in the group with these girls. Even if she's still kind of being bitchy towards them, it's clear she wants an in. And that's kind of, like, the evidence for that continues when she then meets up with Cammie. Doesn't say anything, but gives her, like, a piece of paper that says, can you help me study if you tell anyone you're dead? Um, Just because she hates being a commodity, because, like, she's with the younger years at the moment, because she's come in much later into the school year and has to start from the bottom up, basically. And so I just... I think it's nice that we're kind of seeing already that there is a different side to Macy. Yeah, she was an asshole. She was not nice. But it seems that those sort of things were a bit more of a, of a, of a facade. And she seems to have really settled into the academy life. Like, she has been spying on our trio pretty much this entire time. She's known that they've been sneaking out. She's known what they've been doing. Like, I mean, they weren't subtle about it, but <laughs> she's been spying on them to get information and get an in, which means that her whole demeanour beforehand, yeah, some of it may have been real, but some of it also, from the sounds of it, may have just been her default setting, because that's what she's had to be most of her life, the stuck-up rich kid who can't really let anyone in because you never know what they want from you. And yeah, just the fact that she's getting, she asks for help with her homework. While she's reading fashion magazines, she's not actually reading them. She's stuck study notes inside the magazine and has actually been taking this Gallagher girl stuff seriously. And yeah, the bitchy thing may not be fully a facade because, you know, she can still be a bit of an ass. I'm like, she's already done a turnaround, not like super quickly. And like she's not fully going to be accepted into the group straight away for good reason because, you know, they're not going to trust her yet because <laughs> she's been a terrible person up until, well, not a terrible person, but like a not very nice person up until this point. But we can see the stepping stones already and I'm just really excited for where this is going to go. And yeah, I think that's kind of all I have to say because I'm just excited to keep going. Like I'm I'm remembering the joy of reading this series and I'm just looking forward to where this is all going to go next. So yeah, that's all I have to say, but I'm going to start including this new thing, which immediately I am taking from my Percy Jackson podcast, The Best Damn Camp, which is doing a final question at the end of each episode. And it has to, it is also because I like to do the three post thing because I like 
the organization of it all so if you want to do this on the social media which is the operatives pod you can find it on instagram because that's basically all i've got this on because twitter is evil um you can answer this week's question of the report do you prefer the love focus approach or would you like a bit more spy storyline let me know on the social media or drop me a dm or anything like that there is no email for this podcast so it would probably just be a dm unfortunately but uh i would love to hear your thoughts on this as always thank you all for joining me for this episode of the operative warning this episode will self-destruct in five four three two one if you would like to gain early access to this sensitive material you can do so by supporting agent fran over at patreon.com slash a healthy dose of fran or buy their books linked in the episode show notes Want to know more about what's to come? Follow The Operatives over at The Operatives Pod on Instagram now.